0: Welcome to Mission Daily. If you want to get your question or exclamation or idea onto the show or in front of myself or Stephanie. We want to hear it. We want to hear it. Text us at 833-308-0863. You can click the link in the show notes and we would love to hear from you. Now, let's get on to the show. Good morning, Steph. Hey, hey. Hey, Steph. What is 51... Minus one. Fifty. <laughs> Divided by two.
1: It's a trick. 25. By two. Twenty-five.
0: That's right. Today we're talking about... What do area. I win?
1: Come on.
0: This conversation All right. is you win. Fine. Today we're talking about Area 25. So a lot of people are familiar with Area 51. And in a recent conversation with journalist Annie Jacobson, I was kind of inspired to create this episode of Mission Daily because we were talking about Area 25. Area 51's lesser known cousin.
1: Ooh, I have not heard of Area 25. So I saw all Annie's books. You have one, two, three, four over there. I was going to take a picture of it and post it on social because I thought.
0: Yeah, that'd be good. I have her other books there. When we share her episode, we should do like side, uh, our faces smiling and then (laughs) her books next to them, them, I think.
1: Everyone wants to see my smiling face next to a pile of books.
0: (laughs) Steph's uh, face advertisements have uh, been doing better when we uh, promote our podcasts. So (laughs) we have uh, different advertisements across uh, a bunch of different podcast networks. And um, it's been funny seeing which ads perform the best, but- My
1: royalties are yet to come in though. (laughs) I know. It's
0: it's faces, it's faces. And uh, so we're going to be getting some more photos in here.
1: Yep. So Area 25, what is this? Like, how did you even find out about it? Was it from reading Annie's books. Um, yeah,
0: Annie has a book about Area 51 that chronicles everything that you would think it does, all the speculation and conspiratorial stuff and stuff that's based in uh, fact. And so there's a bunch of things in there that have either been disclassified or conversations she's had with folks that were there or claimed to be there. And Area 25, um, so just you know, close to Area 51, and this is where they developed nuclear engines. So in the late 50s, there's this photo that was taken of Kennedy touring the Nerva facilities, and we mentioned this before on a Mission Daily episode about how they were develop, developing and succeeded in developing nuclear engines that were going to take us not just to the moon and around the solar system, but to Mars mm-hmm. as well. And so, Werner von Braun, the guy that ran the program, he wasn't the nicest dude, but he was that a name doesn't sound nice. Genius. <laughs> um. He develops this plan for two ships that we were going to build that were they were required to be 16 stories tall, and they were going to be filled with nuclear weapons. What for? As fuel. So the nuclear oh, weapons okay. um, were going to going to drop down and then be ignited, and it was going to propel people to Mars. And hmm. it's yeah, it's fascinating that this is going on in the late 50s. That's and terrifying.
1: What if? It just dropped back down on the yeah, earth,
0: for, for sure. Werner
1: von Braun, I doubt he thought about that, now didn't he? Braun. Braun, Braun.
0: Sorry, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does there. Um, but yeah, so I was just, you know, obviously this is like a pretty wild story, and what's even wilder is that Coca-Cola was brought in to consult on this project because they were going to make the rocket model, the Coke dispensing machines oh my in gosh. terms of dropping. Uh, nuclear weapons, yeah, and it's it's not that's a gross simplification of how it worked and mm-hmm. what the program was about. Um, but the point of all this is, is that there's the sexy conspiratorial uh, tinfoil hat answer. There's the stuff that you know makes your blood pump and your eyes get wide and everything. At the one end of the spectrum, that's what most people are familiar with, the area t- you know fifty ones. But on the other eye- side, there's like area twenty five where there's these things that, like, happen. They're really, really interesting. And now they're coming back to the forefront as we start to explore um, ionic engines for rockets. And, uh, yeah, different different things. You heard Toasty, hear dreaming. Toasty in the background?
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: So, yeah, Toasty is uh, under our table here. And he is uh,
1: Gotta dreaming give him a tap. and running his
0: legs and pretending he's in the Doodle Olympics.
1: He is. So, okay, Area 25, did they do... Anything else other than the um, vending machine nuclear
0: just nuclear thing. engines of all different types? and um, yeah, I'm okay. sure they did uh, other projects and stuff, uh, but that's just one example too of where you know we think that things are going to be liquid fuel moving forward, but there could be some breakthroughs in terms of uh, clean energy or clean storage that would help make uh, make these rockets and their engines viable again, okay. um, and they're twice as fast as the liquid hmm. fuel so. Yeah, the plan was to get there in just 124 days to Mars. So, which is ambitious are the they least.
1: still operating? Like,
0: I don't think so. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: look them up. Do you think Google Maps has them? I don't think so. <laughs> Area 25 is a consignment shop in Dallas, Texas. There you okay, go. Apparently, not, I can't find it. Right <laughs> it's not gonna be number one on Google. Apparently, not the right one. Like here it is. Come on in.
0: But um, hmm. yeah. So I think this is just an important reminder to draw inspiration from a lot of the. You know, good ideas. A lot of the great research doesn't need to be left behind, whether it's research in your personal life or it's research at your company or whatever it is. Uh, don't discard the lesser known things. Don't discard the lesser known projects uh, just because they're not getting as much attention as the the main one. Like You want to do, do research. You want to investigate in many different areas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think letting the early days kind of influence you know, the next steps, the next ideas, the next business plans, like a lot of people are so quick to throw some of that stuff away because, I mean, one, if something failed, that's very emotional. And you're like, I'm not doing anything the same way again, because that was horrible. But there's probably quite a few good nuggets in there that you should actually take on to your next venture, your next relationship, like whatever it may be. Uh, so I like that story of Area 25. And I really want to find out where it's at. But
0: <laughs> Nevada, I think outside okay. of Area 51.
1: Is that? Hmm. It kind of reminds me of the new Space Force show on Netflix. Yeah.
0: yeah. So the Space Force thing is out in Colorado, but um, this is out in the desert.
1: Okay. So the other random thing I'm interested in is how any, like, how was that interview? Because I find it very impressive when people can talk about that kind of stuff. And like you said, not come off tin hatty, which reminds me of that movie, I think, Signs, where they literally wore tin hats that people could. (laughs) You remember that one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan.
1: Yeah. But, like, how does she go about dissecting this stuff and finding it in a way that connects with obvious people like you? You've got four of her books, like how does she do a good job around a topic like that that a lot of people could dismiss from the beginning?
0: Yeah, I think a certain amount of people are always going to dismiss things that make them feel uncomfortable. Uh, a certain percentage of them certainly will. And I think just the way in which she communicates about it, so she communicates it from this uh place of like Hey, I got into this because I'm kind of subscribed to the Eisenhower principle and the Eisenhower principle is based on the idea of Dwight Eisenhower, one of our former presidents, a general. He has kind of a chilling message that he leaves to the nation on his final farewell address about warning about like the dangers of the military industrial complex. If we don't take it upon ourselves to become informed and knowledgeable. So the Eisenhower Principle That inspires Annie's work is this idea that a well-informed citizenry and country is the best defense uh, of liberty. So in terms of like long, long scale liberty, um, reducing human suffering, enabling human flourishing, like all the highest ideals, we're not going to get to them unless we have really, really high quality information as close to the source as possible flowing to the general public. And obviously, like within the, uh, you know, constraints of law and everything. So Annie's like pretty scrupulous in terms of all how she goes about her interviews and everything like that. But yeah, I just think this this fascinating idea about like, let's accelerate the flow of information to all Americans so we can make better decisions. Yeah. Um, I not, love the
1: people that are diving into that stuff, too. Yeah. And me. long
0: form, long form information, too. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't uh, like bite sized things that, that are meant to divide you or get you upset or make you suspicious of your neighbors or something like that, that is just so passe. And this long form information, uh, you know, or media or whatever, like whether you look at documentaries or these books, um, I think this is what is going to enable people to inform themselves, connect, and then make sure their peer groups are informed too. Because when you get down to the actual information, it's this wonderful kind of game of like the people trying to do the best they can at the front lines um, under information opacity where they don't have all of the information they need to make good decisions so it's really just this story of everyone trying to do the best they can under incredible duress and then the challenge for all of us becomes like are we going to get involved? Are we going to help out? Um, Are we going to speak truth in the face of conspiracies? Are we going to, you know, Mm -hmm. and just share what we know? Are we going to risk that?
1: Yep, I like that. So yeah, Pretty don't cool. leave previous knowledge behind. Build off of that and then try and find the source of truth. And don't just read the headlines of things and or find people like Annie that you can follow and trust. I like For that. sure. Cool. All right.
0: Until next time.
1: Until next time.
0: Steph, you know what? Hmm. We launched our first podcast back in March of 2018.
1: So long ago, our little baby podcast. <laughs>
0: Our podcasts have grown. They're not babies anymore. And the first podcast we launched back in March of 2018 was called The Story. Mm -hmm. And it won Best of 2018 by Apple. That podcast was brought to you by Salesforce. All of our podcasts now in our network are brought to you by world-class enterprises. They sponsor them. They help create this original content. We could not do it without their help. If you are a marketer, if you work inside a company or an enterprise and you need original content and marketing campaigns, we would love to work with you. Head over to mission.org slash studios and learn more. We'll connect with you. We'll create an original proposal and you might be surprised with what you hear. Mission.org slash studios or click the link in our show notes. We'd love to hear from you.